All right. It's another Wednesday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, coming live all the way from the United States, close to D.C. I am Neil Duchamp, and today we are talking about Rethink Culture Chat. It's Rethink Culture Chat, and we'll be talking about success and different aspects of what success is. So this is actually a pre-discussion to to the discussion that I normally host every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern time, where I put a topic up and then, you know, I release questions. But I started doing this 12 p.m. live, like more like a discussion and then kind of like transition into it. And during the 12 p.m. Eastern time, I normally bring guests. And today's guest, I have got a brilliant, brilliant, fantastic Women and she is a superwoman, and I feel like women who are changing the world. <laughs> I look at them as superwomen. So I am bringing on Vivian Arquire. Hi, I'm just tweeting. Yes, <laughs> I've tweeted. <laughs> Thank you for being. Yeah, how are you? I am doing well. Um, at home live from Amsterdam, the Netherlands, and I'm uh, I'm doing well, yes. That's awesome. And mm -hmm. especially like during, what, it's week six in the United States lockdown. How week seven. Week seven, seven. Lockdown? yes, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, the culture has shifted, like lockdown culture right now. I know, but I try to look at the positive side, what yeah. uh, this lockdown has brought us. And I think we can only win if we, you know, highlight the positive things instead of the negative things because there is mm -hmm. enough negativity on television and on other platforms already. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and I, I like I like your mindset being positive and just mm -hmm. like focusing on solutions, right? Even if it's not the entire solution, it's like one step closer to solution. And a little bit to, <laughs> to, to like tell my audience how I met you. So I met you via LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. right and I, I i think i came across your post and then we liked each other's no, i came across your post i saw you oh <laughs> there you go and then yeah and then yeah we we added each other and then i liked the work that you were doing and then i mm -hmm. came on your show and then i was like you know what i had a really in-depth conversation with you and i absolutely love your mind and your heart set so this oh, was like you know you. what vivian you need to come on my show so <laughs> And I love pronouncing your surname, Vivian Aqua. It, it just sounds like a rock star name. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's water. I'm just as simple <laughs> as water, but I, I come with, you know, fiery water, as, as some people say. So, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, that's true. And you are a workplace wellness advocate. And I love mm -hmm. that about you. You tap into different facets of um, your workplace, right? And mm -hmm. wellness especially. Right? Yes. This is something that people think that, People often assume that you are a robot the minute you show up at work. Mm -hmm. Your humanness kind of like goes away. So let's talk a little bit about the kind of work that you do and then we transition into the topic for today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, when I am being asked by a company, it's more or less that they want to do something regarding the culture or they have done mm -hmm. a survey where they found out that I think at least 15% of 20% of their team is leaving or thinking about leaving. 
And that's when I come into place and add in, you know, things that the company can do or the team can do to put workplace wellness in a perspective. And workplace wellness, it's not about me bringing something in where everybody can do yoga. No, um, yeah. like like uh, Mila is sharing, but also myself, I have different needs and different aspects when it comes to my own uh, resiliency and my own uh, well-being. So I bring on a menu and I ask them, what is it that they want to work on? What is it that they want to become more resilient in? And that's where, you know, my expertise comes in. So I'm looking for where being from the holistic uh, perspective. So it can be the physical well-being, mental well-being, which is now very challenged at the moment. Mm-hmm. But also the financial well-being. I mean, how are people taking care of themselves uh, while they are losing their jobs, right, at the moment, and also maybe career well-being and environmental well-being. So there are different pillars, different aspects, and it's all about creating a humanized and working environment where employers and employees can meet each other and connect with each other and better their relationship. I love that you mentioned environmental, financial needs, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. all the times, especially in this pandemic, a lot of people have been displaced. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about misplacement. A lot of people have been displaced in such a sense where most people either lost their jobs or took a mm-hmm. big, big pay cut, or people ha- are added more responsibilities on top of the existing responsibility yeah. of getting yeah. your job yeah. done. I mean, the World Economic Forum even uh, shared something about this, what you're now sharing. So we all know that COVID-19 or Corona is the pandemic that is mm-hmm. going all over the world, right? But there's another pandemic that we are unaware of or we don't utilize or we don't pay enough attention to it. So that's why I'm trying to do that within my show, uh, mm-hmm. Let's Humanize the Workplace, where mm-hmm. mental well-being is challenged at this moment Mm -hmm. so uh the world economic forum shared that the second pandemic that is happening at least by the end of the year or now starting from now is burnout people will burn out quicker and more people will burn out because they don't know how to deal with working from home but also not being able to shut off or people are maybe dealing with loneliness or maybe people who are dealing with the workload that you are sharing right now, uh, previously before Mila, about getting more workload than they used to. Yeah, no, that that is so true. Mm-hmm. It's with with so much of bombardment. You know, you touched on the mental wellness aspect of mm-hmm. it, right? Um, when someone is so bombarded with a lot of things it's stress it's just like you're bored it's just like when you go to the gym and you lift weights when your muscles Mm -hmm. get fatigued and stressed you can't lift anymore Mm -hmm. it's just like that your mental capability right your brain when it's so stressed that you can't think anymore and that's something people i i feel like people still choose not to pay attention to it Mm -hmm. Um, I think I think people want to, you know, sometimes there is this saying, and I don't know where I heard it, but sometimes things come and somebody whispers something in your ear and you're not mm-hmm. listening. They mm-hmm. tap you on your shoulder and you're not listening. And to grab your attention, you get, you know, you get something in your face. Somebody hits you in the <laughs> face. 
that will make you listen, right? And I feel like when it comes to stress and burnout, we wait upon the last phase. We wait upon the phase where it's already happening and we can't prevent it anymore. And I mm -hmm. want to bring it back to, you know, tapping on the shoulder or maybe the whispering. There are so many signs that you can see up, up front where you know that you can do something about it or you can help your employees regarding this. And uh, maybe there's something there with your employer or with the organization you work for that they have tools in place, but you're not aware of that. So ask, mm -hmm. ask, please ask around. Yeah, no, that's so important to ask and not mm -hmm. be afraid or shy yeah. or say that, oh, I don't want to bother them. You know, ask, ask for help. Put yourself first before you can put anyone yeah. else before. That's such an important thing. True. So I'm going to transition into the topic that we choose for today is success, right? Mm -hmm. um, and with, with whatever is going on, uh, and not just now, this has been a topic which has been misconstrued for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. Like when, when you think about success, everyone has got a very romanticized perception of mm -hmm. what success should be in America. They, they, they have the Disney version of it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. I want to, okay, show me the Disney version. <laughs> the Disney version is, you know, you, you become a princess or maybe marry a prince and you end up getting rich and that's it. But we all know that you have to work hard for it and also know that you don't have to rely on somebody else. There is so much power within for you to achieve your own personal success. But I'll let you continue with, with the definition of success because I think that's so important to, to uh, start with the definition and then discuss where what success means for us both, right? Right. Uh, no, you, you bring up a really good point about personal success, right? Mm -hmm. But I want to touch on this really important narrative that has been recirculated regurgitator you know and redistributor mm -hmm. throughout different communities throughout different nations different cultures whatever it is right success is looked at from a very singular lens as to success you're only successful if you make x number of money right if you're a millionaire mm -hmm. you're successful if you have a c-suite level title you're successful uh, in terms of like the social media seduction world, if you ha have X number of followers, you're successful. If you have a blue thick mark, you're successful, right? If you have so many likes, you're successful. If you drive an expensive car, you're successful. And then if you do certain things like the status quo that fits into the status quo, then you are successful, mm -hmm. right? But we are failing to understand that every human, every one of us, we are created uniquely. Mm -hmm. Yes, each of us have got a heart. Yes, we all have a heartbeat, but our heartbeat beats differently. It beats according to the level of oxygen that we consume, right? It beats accordingly to the energy, uh, uh, the caliber of energy that we each vibrate at. So I feel like success is so misconstrued into a way that it's capitalistic. Even mm -hmm. in education, even in education, right? It is, <laughs> it's exploited in such a way that we look at successful students as getting all A's, right? In the standardized exam, that's not success because you are failing to understand those students who are not able to learn or assimilate something from a very standardized method. 
not everyone can learn or digest materials by listening or sitting in a classroom, right? Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the same goes for workplace. What is successful? Yeah. So you're, you're kind of like, like gauged by a barometer as to how much sales can you make, how much of what can you produce, your productivity. It's all measured. We live in a metric society from social mm -hmm. media to work to school, even at home, even yeah. your zip code right even your zip code is segregated to a point to identify oh you live in this neighborhood you're successful because it's a well-to-do neighborhood so that's how i define success i want to hear how do you define success i used to look at success as a money thing or as a number thing so me aiming for uh the A's or the B's was the thing that I wanted to do. But now after my son is born and my son is a very important factor for me making a shift from being a financial IT consultant to being a workplace wellness advocate, um, I see success in those little things that my son is sharing and the little things that he is doing. And I see success each time a client um, sees that he can do better. Each time a client that sees that she can do better and that's how I celebrate my success. I am um, an introvert. So today is actually my introvert day because when I'm doing my lives, I have to you know, prepare myself for that and do that. But this is a different thing. I'm a guest speaker, so I can be a little bit chill and, <laughs> and put on my introvertness on. But for me, success definitely as this moment is me being able to be resilient, to be uh, to be strong, uh, and also being able to cry and success during this time is for me maintaining my strong relationship with my family, but also with my partner, with my child, because mm -hmm. I realize that a lot of people don't have that and they don't have that loving background or loving family. So I think that is also a way of showing success and um it will be nice to add you know add more money to that but money isn't the way to make the world go round mm -hmm. you bring a very great point i love that you mentioned that you're celebrating your success with how you have progressed right mm -hmm. uh, you say that it's an introvert day every day is an introvert day for me seriously I learned that I need to care for myself. Like I need True. to protect, protect my spirit. I need to yeah. protect my mind. I need to protect the energy mm -hmm. at the level I vibrate. Especially now. Especially yeah. now. Yeah. So I, you know, when I, I founded my company, it's like a four day work week. And then I was like, you know, what, whatever hours that you're one to 25 hours, but not 40 hours, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and I have consciously, consciously, make sure that I only work four hours a day. Mm. And and that's part of me protecting myself. That's yeah. defining and redefining what success is, right? What To your point, what is success like spending time and introvert days and being able to show vulnerability, right? Mm -hmm. Like like embracing that, yes, I'm more 100% today, but... I am 100%. I am 100% introvert. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you see, you just challenged that paradigm too. So <laughs> it, it's about, yeah, I'm, I'm going to refocus. I mean, I'm going to like repivot mm -hmm. today. How yeah. to do it. That's the mindset that we should start having, right? Uh, it, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting 
how like people like define that success is you have to go, 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 go without stopping or if you stop. I mean, it also doesn't help that we only look at role models, uh, you know, the, the, the A celebrity. So I found it very funny. Somebody uh, shared a video regarding everybody thanking the celebrities because apparently the celebrities are going to a tough time in their big <laughs> mansion. And I know that, you know, they are still they, deep down, they are still people and they have their own challenges. But I am not sympathetic for for them when they have like five people working for them and helping them out with their children. Uh, I know Kim Kardashian is also great, is also having a challenging time having all her kids at home and she wants uh, some privacy. But I know that she's having help here and there. So I feel like. We need to, now is the time that us normal people, we need to connect with each other and support each other and be there for one another. So I I can definitely see the success from, from this lockdown, us showing our humanity towards each other. I, I love that you just highlighted the point about celebrities, mm. right? Living through a hard time in the million dollar mansions. Mm. <laughs> yes, I have passion for them, whatever struggles that they're going through, but mm -hmm. are they really struggling there, yeah. right? You can't really compare their struggles with majority of the people no. where they have lost their jobs, where they are struggling to pay rent or struggling to pay their mortgage, mm -hmm. or struggling to homeschool their children, and, and, <laughs> and celebrities are having a hard time being around with their children when they have got millions of dollars they have got a roof over their head they don't need to worry about yeah they don't need to worry about the rent right mm -hmm. they don't need to worry about where the, the next paycheck is going to come from to put food on the table yeah. those are all privileges that they have mm -hmm. that majority of society has lost or, or have lost right now and and it even with success right success like fiscally mm -hmm. it, privilege like yeah. if you feel like <laughs> you already have this much of money in your bank and you can sustain yourself for the next what 50 years mm -hmm. that's successful in such a way where it is sustainable yeah let's look at sustainability from a point of what the larger ways of success is mm -hmm. like how can we truly propagate sustainability without redefining what success is i want to hear your thoughts that that question has already so many layers because you're adding success with sustainability and when i look at our the way we purchase things now if you look at who's winning the companies that are winning during this period and i'm only talking about here in the netherlands i don't know what what how it is in the states but uh the companies like amazon the companies like um, um uh, walmart are winning because everybody's ordering online, everybody's buying things, everybody's eating comfort food. And I would say, and everybody's also shopping. And I would say when it comes to sustainability and success, do we need all those extra things? Mm -hmm. Do we need? It's also a time for us to think about maybe reusing things, maybe... Uh, maybe uh, sharing things, giving things back to other people. So during this time, I shared a lot of toys of my son 
And uh, within the following weeks, I'm going to make a shift through my closet. I know it's scary, but I need to do something for those who don't have it all or don't are, you know, need some things and they don't have the money for the funds for it right now. Mm-hmm. So that for me is a huge success for me to help another person who's going through a challenging time at the moment. I love that you just mentioned like some companies are winning. Mm. Like winning. So yeah. um, add it a different layer of is it really necessary? Right. I mean it's great that there are services where it enables people to get groceries, but at the same True. time you can walk to the grocery, right? But companies like Amazon. Well, or- not always in the States. I mean, maybe you you live in the inner city, but when you <laughs> live outside of the city, I know when I went to the States, you know, when I used to go to the States, it will take a while for me to come back. But um, everything was done by car. And I was just like so amazed. Why do we always need the car right. to go somewhere? So, yeah, I'm sidetracking now. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> no that's it. But it's, it's good, like, as we 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 have progressed, right? Progression mm-hmm. is always related with succession. Yeah. Right? Uh, succession, progression, succession, and sustainability. Mm-hmm. But you brought a really great point about a co- uh, those companies who are winning. Yeah. But I want to also dig deep into those companies who are winning. Are they, mm. <laughs> are mm. they mm. in mind of human? Their people. Yeah. Yeah. I knew, I knew what you were going to do. I saw that question up and I was just like, she's going to talk about something. And I definitely want to share something about that because I see, I'm hoping, no, I'm expecting those companies who are winning to give some, not all of the profits, but some of the profits back to those who are in the front line, those who are working in the front line. So I'm talking about those people who are stocking up you know, the the, 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 the the grocery stores, those people who are in the front line, give it back to the people because they are putting their lives at risk mm-hmm. to support your mission, to support your company, to support whatever is needed. And also um, know that um, I'm, I'm not sure how it is in the States, but I, I assume the same that when it comes to nurseries or when it comes to the hospital care and when it comes to the teachers, the teachers are going all out here now in the Netherlands because they are not, they haven't done, we are not allowed to uh, homeschool our kids like in the States, but they are doing their utmost best. So my promise to the teacher of my son, Orlando, is she's going to get a gift back. I don't know how, because we are not supposed, we are not allowed to go on the premises. So I'm, I think I'm going to bring my son a big bag and that he can share it with his teacher because mm-hmm. I feel like they need our respect. They yeah. need our respect. And especially also the nurses, the, the people who are working day and night now to save our countries, to save the world at the moment. So... Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you brought a really great point. Like mm-hmm. so your son goes to school now. Not or, yet. Within two weeks. Within two weeks. So it's and how it's interesting. It, yeah. like, similar with that, it's different, right? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like how my whole point is mm-hmm. <laughs> like, are we really distributing equity in a form of where we do care for people? Right. 
<laughs> I have to bring no, I have a special card for this. I know when you brought when you <laughs> when you showed that to me the last time when I was on your show, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> You need to have your own game show or tech show. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> awesome. Move away, Conan show. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but we, 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 I feel in a way that our government mm -hmm. need to do something about that. And if they don't, then I feel also a way about us, the society, demanding i mean i've seen the power of social media and the way that we are advocating for for things to change when people speak up and they speak up for the good things eventually the companies will listen they have to do right. something about their corporate you know their social responsibility report because it's now is the time to support those in these and those who are helping you know the whole world i mean we can applaud for them we can use their images to share that we have to stay home or they're working. But at the end of the day, I want them feeling respected on a longer term instead of just short term showing appreciation for them. Mm -hmm. No, you bring a really great point, like appreciation, mm -hmm. appreciation, right? And that is something which is lacking. Mm. Uh, and appreciation is, it's doubly correlated to success, defining success mm -hmm. again. Yeah. So I, I want to explore, appreciation mm -hmm. in different forms like in education system in the workplace system even in in our society on social mm. media, how appreciation is like directly correlated with success so and let's start with workplace so, <laughs> <laughs> so usually like i've worked in different parts of the world in different mm -hmm. parts of the country even in different parts of the u.s and appreciation office appreciation comes in the form of lunch or you mm -hmm. get free lunch because you did well. It's yeah. like, I look at that as you giving your dog, your pet dog, a biscuit or a treat when <laughs> he or she or dog behaves. Yeah. So yeah. are we really treating our humans in such a way that we are have learned to treat our humans like commodities or like our pets put in a cage? It, it, it depends. When you say like that, then I understand. But if your company is providing healthy lunches where they are raising awareness regarding you maybe losing weight or you are you um how do you say nudging nudging you towards mm -hmm. a healthier better lifestyle then i would say it's a way of appreciation so uh it's also towards a, a sign or a signal towards the company know how to sell your healthy lunches or know how to sell the, the lunches because um, if you just share, yes, we provide uh, lunches, then I, that's not an appreciation towards me. Yeah. You bring out a really good point. No. Like, it depends, right? Healthy lunches to care, to really care for them. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Right? That's always the positives and the, the great yeah. way of doing things and then the not so great way of doing mm -hmm. things. And I want to like talk about deeper into this. You, you highlighted a great point. Providing lunches mm -hmm. in the form of you know sit at your table and do the work eight hours straight. No, that's not negotiation. But you know, I'm providing you healthy lunch. Take one hour to go eat your lunch because we care for you. That's yes. that's what hardship is all about, right? Yeah, true. Like caring as leaders, mm -hmm. uh, and that's what it is. Now appreciation appreciation in schools it's also different, right? Like. I know educators 
appreciate students if they get all A's or mm -hmm. appreciate students if they listen to them. Mm -hmm. Appreciation is, is shown when when you are a good student, but what mm -hmm. is good defined as, uh, right? And and then if you're appreciated, then you're labeled as, okay, you're successful. Yeah. And my question is, how do we really challenge that paradigm? Um, I will show an example, or I will discuss an example of what my, my, the, the school of my son is doing, which I love them for. So um, my son started, I think, kindergarten, going to school when he was four. And um, I was talking to my partner, his father, and all of a sudden he told me, he told us, that's fixed mindset. And I'm just like, I'm bombarded. Where does this child know at four years old, know about fixed mindset? So I asked him, where did you get that from? And I was looking at my partner and he was, it's not me. And I know it wasn't me. I didn't know that you could tell, you could, you know, you could uh, educate your child at this young age about fixed, uh, about fixed mindset and the growth mindset. And apparently at school, mm -hmm. they have a board about fixed mindset and growth mindset. Um, being able to learn from your mistakes or at least being able to learn is a growth mindset. And I feel like that's where we need to be. We all need to be. And the school system also need to be in that place where we help each other. We educate each other regarding the growth mindset and maybe changing the way we look at success, uh, especially from the grading perspective. I don't feel like that because it, it's um, you're excluding a few people who maybe think differently. And you, you, you mentioned something about people learn in different ways or something mm -hmm. regarding that, right? We all have a different way of uh, taking in information. I. Uh, I'm not very fond of reading, but what I do is I accommodate my reading with listening to an audiobook so that I can also speed up my my reading as well. Yes. Um, and I'm a video consumer. I love, you know, looking at videos on high speed because that's, yeah, that's how I listen to my audiobooks as well. I, I love that. And and I have, I have to, uh, like, prop this app. So I want to share mm -hmm. the screen. <laughs> Fix mindset. Yeah. Growth mindsets. Yeah. So I found this. So if you're able to see, mm. that, let me yeah. know. Uh, let's zoom in. Let me know if you can zoom in. Yeah. Yes, the letters are a bit blurry, but I think that people can see it. Okay. How about there? Mm, yes. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And this is true, right? Fixed mm -hmm. mindset, growth mindset. How. That is just not correlated with, you know, success as in I have money, I have a house, I have this. But growth mindset, I feel like when you have growth mindset, that is progression mm -hmm. and succession, right? It, you are embracing challenges. But that's the whole thing. We are stuck in this kind of a phase where, where success is, you know, go get an education, go get married, go buy a house, go buy mm -hmm. a car. Yeah. Um, we need to redefine it. We need to redefine definitely what success means. And also success is not in materializing, you know, the money that you earn. Mm -hmm. Success is where your passion, your why, what, what, what makes you happy. Right. 
I, I love that. And this is a great highlight right yeah. here. This talent can be developed. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, like this, I'm tired of this narrative where people say, oh, you don't have the skills. You don't have mm. the Can you preach? Can you preach? Like, no, shut <laughs> up, Brady, about that. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what I want to tell. <laughs> it's, it's like when you can't compare talent right you can't compare someone with 25 years of experience and then someone who just started i feel like talent is developed and progressed it's mm -hmm. the progression mm -hmm. aligned with the spirit aligned with the passion aligned with the creativity mm -hmm. so a person with 25 years of experience i'm not just regarding them 25 years of experience i'm going to challenge them with your 25 years of experience have you challenged yourself every year mm -hmm. with with the progression you know every company that you have been in every year that you've done the same thing did you challenge did you create something new did you no. speak for the people who are not represented like i want to challenge you with that kind of question 25 years of experience what did you do something different every you had year? To, you had to have been a mentor if you haven't been a mentor then take the time to do that now because uh, if you have that much experience, and even when you have two years, you know, as an, uh, an experience, mm -hmm. um, you need to be a mentor. That's all. You need to men give, be a mentor and give back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I also want to highlight a really a, a good point. Effort leads to success. Mm -hmm. right? The effort that you yeah. In leads to success. And you mm -hmm. can't say that I'm not successful as Vivian or I'm not successful as uh, Obama or whomever, mm -hmm. right? You can't like compare success because everyone's yeah. success is progression and different. So I wanted to highlight that. Yeah, thank you. All right, and we're back to two screens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing a button, you know, a button where you can automate, but I, I hope that they are working on that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that brings we you know we explore about a fixed mindset and growth mindset and i love that mm -hmm. I, I used that example your son came in and said that's a fixed mindset <laughs> yeah 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 and up to this day he they each year they are still progressing they are teaching the kids more and more about why it is important to look at the growth mindset and i'm just like I told this teacher, you need to come and teach the business people. They need that, not him. They need that now. They need to open their their boxes. People can't comprehend that I left a a good practice, a good job, good income, a, a, a car to do what I do now. But then again, I had to. I had to change. I had to shift from toxic work culture towards what I'm doing now is creating a positive and a healthy work culture. Mm. No, th that's such a great point. And positive, healthy work culture is so important, mm -hmm. right? Because you are spending time, eight hours in mm. the environment, yeah. doing something that is not triggering of your passion, triggering yeah. of your creativity. It becomes really monotonous. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I say dehumanizing, when you <laughs> when you engage in something, or you're not even engaged at, when you're experiencing burnout, it kind of like corrodes every part of you. And I say corrodes, it corrodes your creativity, it corrodes your confidence. I also wanted to add in that 
when you're not working in something that you're passionate about each day, you are beating yourself up each day. And that is building up and it's building up and it's building up and it's building up. And eventually you get so stressed that maybe your body is dysfunctioning or something is happening within your body or you might end up in a burnout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's so true. And burnout is detrimental. Yeah. It, it is so detrimental. It actually affects, it actually impacts and affects your brain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we are talking about it. Like it is normal and then you can recover. Of course you can recover, but I have talked to people who have been in a burnout and they are never the same. They always change it, but they are never the same. And most of the time they leave the place where they used to work or they leave the team where they used to work. Mm. Yeah, no, that, that is so true. And that's actually science and research. Mm -hmm. Burnout affects uh, your brain cells, right? Mm -hmm. it, it really does. And burnout is directly correlated with stress, stress levels. Yeah. It's to a point your brain cells actually get disconnected mm -hmm. in you not being able to think clearly yeah. or speak clearly. But to your point, you can recover, but it's not a matter of I'm going to recover next day or take mm -hmm. one week off, one month off. Sometimes your brain cells, under proper rest, under proper nutrition, proper sleep, mm -hmm. it recovers after two years. Yeah. So when a person undergoes so much of stress at mm -hmm. the or any place that you're stressed in, right? You're not you're not producing, you're not performing according to some stupid expectation. Mm -hmm. right? When you're so stressed, how do you expect to gain success from a different yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So I want to touch on this personal success versus societal success. We mm -hmm. have been about, you know, what does success mean to you and me? And then as a society, how society defines, oh, you're not successful. Oh, you live in this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. uh, how can we encourage people to embrace and kind of like open up the window of really building what success looks like for them. Mm -hmm. We need to do something regarding the success biases and regarding where you come from, right? Because my upbringing, um, my upbringing is different than your upbringing, but that doesn't mean that I can't evolve from my upbringing, right? You see, and I have to refer to maybe JC. I know maybe it's a wrong. Uh, it's a wrong example, but there are people who have, you know, maybe a poor upbringing where they can make things happen. Uh, there are so many good examples, and it's also important to find your tribe. When it comes to society, I mean, being an entrepreneur, everybody has their opinions. Everybody thinks differently about me. And to be honest, I don't care because what I do care is those who believe in my mission, those who see me, want to see me succeed. And of course, the opinion of my family, that's what I care about. Not saying that I don't care about you, but I don't give time to people who invest their time in being negative or haters. That's the way to go. Mm -hmm. To really focus on yourself and really quieting, quietening the noise mm -hmm. outside, right? Yeah. Yeah. Too much noise. Yeah. Way too much of noise. Noise, even in, in the form of oh, when you write mm -hmm. a post or when you write a blog or when you put out a video, mm -hmm. it's not sure 
who will come and write that's stupid mm -hmm. anything or they'll pick yeah. up how you look like or how you sound like or, you know all this nonsense i think it's mm -hmm. really important to quiet that noise and blur yeah. outside things to really de redefine what success is i love that so i want to move to how we can rethink right the rethink the culture of what success is because when we talk about the culture of success it's just not in the united states it's just not in mm -hmm. it's in different parts of the world it yeah. can be in in first world country second world country third world country regardless right we need to really redefine relook at what success is mm -hmm. what if we looked at it from a perspective of compassion growth mm. and yeah. kindness love creativity I want, to, I want to hear your thoughts. How? I, I would love it. I would love it. I mean, those are my personal pillars, which I uh, hope myself dear to, but also hope others dear to when we connect or when we interact with each other. Mm -hmm. And um, that's, that's when I, yeah, that's for me, that's the best ingredient. It's like having a cheesecake. With all the, without all the baddies, just seeing that you you have a cheesecake and the best cheesecake there, and it's like the best of the best. That's the only way. That's that's the the language that we should communicate with each other instead of looking at success as a number. Mm -hmm. Right, like putting everything as as a physical mm -hmm. or yeah. a number. I love mm -hmm. it. So last year, I, I, I was traveling around the world and I was researching and I asked different people, what does success mean to them? Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. So I interviewed a nine-year-old boy mm. <laughs> and he shared this with me. He said, oh, success is when I help my friends. So let's say if my friend fell down mm -hmm. and I went to my friend and helped her up yeah. and took her to the nurse in the school and put a bandit on and i was like a nine year old mm -hmm. is teaching us what success is yeah right and then i i interviewed someone another boy as well and he his oh he blew my mind too he his response was success is when you really care for your older people mm -hmm. when you care for the disabled when you yeah. care for people I mean, sometimes, sometimes it feels like, you know, people, and that's why for me it was important to bring back the human factor because I feel like everybody's thinking about me, myself and I, mm -hmm. uh, especially in the workplaces where I've been, where people only focus on themselves, but without you, without a team, you cannot do anything, right? There is no organization without a team. And I feel like it's needed for us to bring back the humanity back because beyond our work we can be human we can be civil why can it not be that we bring why is it that we don't bring that civilness that that kindness love and empathy back to the workplace why is that so hard why is it that we have to be uh, cold instead of warm yeah. you make a great point i wish mm -hmm. i had like horns every time you make a great <laughs> <laughs> that's so true mm -hmm. like what about empathy what about being vulnerable everyone yeah. does fake yeah. images oh i am this i am that it's, mm -hmm. it's like 
you know, stop having a, a, a tight upper lip, like mm. stop being so tight about things. It's yeah. be you. Yeah. That this brings me to to touch on the next point. You know, success is also about relationships, right? Mm. Yes. And um, there's way too many conflicts. There's way too many too many disagreements going on. My whole point is success is also when we humanize conflicts. Yeah. yeah. How? Where can we start? Like humanizing conflicts. It's addressing when when I look at it from the workplace perspective. It's addressing having a conversation instead of gossiping about something that went wrong. We you should know that. When you gossip with somebody about somebody, uh, don't be scared or don't don't react differently when that same person you're gossiping with is gossiping about you. And I don't want to engage myself in gossiping. There is another time to do that. And besides, I'd rather look at a, a video about gossiping than, than do it myself. <laughs> That's another way. And also... Um, um, seeing people for their real value. So um, I'm going to touch on a su subject where I feel like gender equality and the, 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 the pay raise, the pay of women mm -hmm. um, and different, you know, different backgrounds. It's very important to bring back equality in. Right. We have to be transparent about our salary and have to value people for their worth. Mm -hmm. Because we live in a day age where people know how to Google and they know how to go to Indeed or Monsterboard or other platforms <laughs> where they can, you know, can uh, look up their worth mm -hmm. at other companies. And uh, not, now is not the time to hide. Now is the time to show that your people matter, that they, they mm -hmm. have value. And that's where I feel like we need to have conversations. I think that when looking to what I do with the live show, but also what you do with the live show, it's important to raise awareness and to have these conversations, honest conversations with your people. That's how I feel like uh, you can humanize mm -hmm. conflicts. That's beautifully put. Mm -hmm. That's a really beautifully put. Applause. I wish I had. Applause. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and and you highlighted such an important point about gossips, mm -hmm. right? Gossiping. People normally gossip when they do not get their way. People normally gossip mm -hmm. when when they are at fault, but they are convinced that they mm -hmm. are not at fault or they have mm -hmm. been done wrong by the other. And yeah. ego usually comes into place, but if we all could put our egos in check, like their checks and balances, right? that leads to higher success rate of building relationships mm -hmm. and that takes us back to redefining success yeah. with compassion empathy kindness love creativity and growth mindset and vivian i love whatever that you're doing i absolutely love whatever you're doing with the space it's it's likewise i think we see each other we yeah. are you know we are mutual advocates advocating for uh, humanizing the workplace, but also advocating for more heart in the mm -hmm. workplace. And that's us recognizing each other and supporting each other where it is needed. So that's yeah. the only thing that I can do. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you for spreading love and making making an impact in mm -hmm. organizations because people often think that in order to change the world, you have to do it colossally. No. But 
change the world it again one step at a time leads mm -hmm. to success if you went to the ground floor to the first step the success right it's be, it, be the change you want to see in the world yeah. i mean i can you know i can do a lot of things i can uh reach a lot of people but if i don't start from within Yes. And that's why it's so important to highlight again. I'm going. I'm talking about my son all the time, but know that he is my personal life coach. He doesn't know it yet, and he's not needed to know it yet now. But I learn so much from him while he's learning a lot of things from from us and also mm -hmm. from his teachers. But when you listen and and watch a child carefully, you see you get so many answers. You get so many things in return, and I try to implement that back. It's such so simple yeah it's so simple it is mm -hmm. it is so simple and yet it's difficult because yeah, we are deprogrammed to right. not listen to each other or maybe not care for each other anymore yeah yeah no i love it i absolutely love it uh we have to redefine success mm -hmm. to redefine success we have to redefine what growth mindset is yeah Activity is Vivian, Vivian, Vivian. Mila. <laughs> it's such a pleasure having you Thank on Ethic Culture every Wednesdays, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, thank you for sharing the space with me. Thank you for sharing your mindset and your hot set with me. I love the hot print that you're leaving. <laughs> in this world so thank you thank you thank you for having me and it's always a pleasure to have this conversation with you so the thing is also with my guest speakers i want to especially now that we are going to a challenging time let's see where we are where our minds are at maybe in three months or in four months time yeah. we can definitely do rehatch our conversation to where we where we need to go right there's a lot of work that we can do and the only way by doing that is to have these conversations and raise awareness to yeah. air a sustainable world, but also sustainable people and a sustainable mindset. Absolutely. Amen to sustainability. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Vivian, for coming on Rethink Culture. I look forward to following you offline and, of course, like stalking mm -hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not stalking me. <laughs> Thank you again for coming on board. <laughs> Thank you.